Welcome to the Buried Gems Podcast, where we dig through internet literature to try and find the next big thing. Yeah, uh, I was assuming you were doing the Mr. Bison meme. With that. Uh-huh. Okay. Thought so. So this is a very, uh, it sucks, though. And I completely, yeah. uh, I sympathize with you because it's the worst. Cause I don't it, even know why they had to look at my it, fucking ear. I was out in there for see, blood. See, the part I'm confused so by is that they were scalping out your ear with, you know, a bunch yeah. of earwax coming out. Well, so you're concerned that's, about that's the amount, but not the fact that it was black. That's no, that's normal. No, that's normal. I mean, he said like five it's supposed grand. to be black, really? Okay. No, yeah. I, I, I remember I cleaned my ear one day and it was like blood red, and I was like, "What the fuck?" And then I looked on the internet. And that's, <laughs> that's fine. It's actually okay. normal. Yeah, that. See, that's always a, a fun thing to happen. You know, you're like, "This thing's this this medical problem oh here. God. I'm gonna die." Just like look on the internet. It's like, yeah, this and happens like, to like ten percent of people all the time. It's like, what? Yeah, I remember going to some website from okay. medical school, and they're like, "No, yeah, having like bloody, bloody, bloody looking earwax—that's normal. It just means it's catching germs." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, cool." <laughs> if you say so, man. <laughs> I feel like our body does a lot of things that we freak out about, but it's like, ah, oh, you know, that's just your body, you know, just bringing all that gunk out. Yeah, like how like... it makes all your poop taste good. Well, I mean, because the ten percent that has this happen to them doesn't what? like go around talking about it. Like, hey, just the other day, I got some, you know, bloody earwax out. And, and then the other 90% are like, what? <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? That sounds All our experiences that first time is like, what the hell's going on, right? That's our immediate reaction when our body does something a little off. And then we go to Google, which is no help. And we're like, oh, you know, there's some Could blood be in, in my ear. Every it's time. like, uh, have you checked to see if it's a tumor? It's like, I... No, I mean it, it could be a tumor in your brain slowly growing and killing you over the past ten years. It could be that. Uh, it's why WebMD. I always like you know. I'm just it's, WebMD is such a joyride for me because whenever I have to Google something on WebMD, I know I'm not going to like the answer because it's because <laughs> it might be because it could be cancer every single right? time. It's like oh, it could be. I mean, it's unlikely, but it could be. But I need to know if I need to go to the doctor, but it doesn't help that, like, one of the options is always... It's <laughs> you'll fucking die, yeah. Oops, so, I should have said. <laughs> so you gotta look at the second uh, what, thing. What's our like, ratings no, for this podcast? <laughs> what are the limits? Oh, you can uh, just, you know, nothing, like, you know, insensitive or offensive or a slur or anything like that. But you can curse all the fuck you want. Like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, I mean, we audience. I was holding back last fucking... I, I, know, I knew that. I literally had that thought when I was listening to you. I was like, man... You know, hyenas being very, very. I mean, you might. Yeah, last podcast. Yeah, last podcast. I didn't realize we could curse, so I was very reserved. We have the explicit tag. Oh, you're missing out. Let her rip, man. Yeah, it's fucking awesome. Anyways, anyways, yeah, yeah, but earwax, man, that shit's weird. I don't get it. Why do they let? Why do our ears make candles? And why? Why do they need to be there? Uh, You know, I'm sure there's someone way more qualified. Why do our ears need to be there? No, no. Question? Why, why, why do our ears make candles, and why don't we use the wax they make to turn into scented varieties to make a, uh, to make, to make the the room more light and ambient and and better? Have you ever Not tried to, after we're done being roommates? But you're welcome to try. Have you ever tried to light a room with is candles? That, it takes on, a fuckload of candles, by the way. I'm going like, to Google. Is that a thing? Is earwax candles? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, it's got to be a thing. People, no, no way. People dye their That's hair so with period blood. Okay, so I'm pretty sure somebody's made an earwax candle. Come I can on. just imagine having like a dinner party or something, and everybody's just like, "What the Etsy? fuck is that?" It's got to be on Etsy, right? What the fuck? Earwax. Dude, I don't think you can collect enough earwax. Like, you'd have to be going and asking people. You have to be dedicated. To give them your earwax. 
Dude, they're probably expensive, actually. Once you think about it, that's some expensive shit right there. Well, I wonder if, like, no, you could do it with your family, and then there every decade no that your child grows, you <laughs> but get there's a so candle. little supply. You just need a little bit of demand. <laughs> just super You're a expensive trap-smelling candles. There's no market. There's no market. Yes, there is, Seth. Candles? I'm just saying, it... why wouldn't you go out and buy a regular-ass candle? It's not special. It's so not... Apparently... So apparently ear candling is totally a thing. Don't know what that is. Oh, that's, is. yeah, I've known about that. It's where you shove a candle in your ear and you light it on fire and it, like, cleans your ear, How? supposedly. Oh. Huh. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I'm not even going to object. That was a very uh, turn. There is a prank, pat, ear, prank pack earwax candle kit on Amazon. Wrap your real <laughs> funny gift in a funny joke bo- gift box. So it's oh, like... that's, a, that's a real funny gift. They would open it up and they're like, oh, oh. It's, it's, it's earwax candles. Oh, uh, do I don't want thing? earwax candles. Oh, I, I don't want this. Why'd you give me this for my birthday? Oh, you, you, uh, you give me like, That's the last birthday I'm inviting you to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Thought we were friends, it's, Jeff. It's made from these... your earwax. I think I, <laughs> I started a company. I think I can say without a doubt that there is one no sellers of of candles made out of earwax. Did you go to the Wiccan Amazon? No. Is there a Wiccan Amazon? Probably, but it's probably not called Amazon. But you like you know, I'm sure well, there's like some. All right, Seth. You want to? I mean, Etsy's pretty okay. close. You want to hear something fucked up? You know, you're talking about, you know, how there's no market for weird shit. I I got one for you. I don't know if this is real, though. Specifically earwax candles. No, okay. It's way more fucking out there. So I read this as a Reddit comment. I didn't confirm it myself. Maybe we could do like a live fact check here. But uh, it was the Reddit comment was saying that there's a company you could send like uh, the bacteria from, say, your girlfriend's vagina to the company and they would make beer out of it. Yep. So that's a product that exists, it's Seth. So it's a can. Well, it, was, it was a Kickstarter project. Yeah, oh, it, oh, okay. It, it got funded. Yeah, it got funded, and if you if you were the top, one of the top donors, that, that you they would let you send your your vaginal yeast to make a beer. They were all sour. Also, beers. they were all None sour. Beers. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, <laughs> they were yeah. all sour beers. Yeah, I mean that's my favorite type of beer. I'd I think there's a, a Kickstarter that. crap on it. Guys, <laughs> a light light fish taste. This is really gr- this is really but, grody. Uh, this but is point gangrene. being that there's a market set for earwax candles. Well, you know what this 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 market talk this freakonomics you guys are talking about <laughs> is really grossing me out so let's talk about something that isn't going to gross me out and that is internet fiction and that's because we're on the Barry Jim's podcast where we discuss internet fiction and see if it's ever going to get big Woo. Uh, it wasn't the best segue but god damn am I glad that you know <laughs> there was, we did one there was it no good segue I will say yeah I thought you were going to try to base it on the earwax <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know how you're going to pull that one off yeah <laughs> uh, so we're back. Earwax, maybe go to Earwolf. I don't know. Something like that. Yeah, if you get, sell earwax us, candles, take us on, contact us. Take us on, Earwolf. We already got Take some. us on. Take <laughs> us down. We're Come talking on. about earwax. We got, we got 50 downloads, Earwolf. What do you got? <laughs> got him. They don't have earwax uh, candles. That's for sure. So uh, we're going to talk about, we're going to do a long series today. Actually, we're starting a new series. Uh, we should be at least. Um, and so let's. Talk about the author. It's on fictionpress.com. And this is Typhoon, uh, Typhon, um, Ty- Typhon Omega 1138. <laughs> okay. 
Hmm. Thought it was Typhoon, but it's not. It's Typhon Omega eleven thirty eight. Uh, he joined in twenty eleven, so pretty pretty standard old rider. Has he written a lot of stuff like past this or seven stories? But they're all pretty long. Okay. So he has a uh, his longest story is Ban Loik, which is <laughs> okay. twenty six thousand. I don't know if I'm saying that right. It, what language is that? Uh, it's English. I I, I have no idea. <laughs> it's, it's not uh, English. It's, uh, go I'm gonna yourself, dispute man. the yeah. <laughs> it's B. It's Ban Dash L A O C H. I think that's it's like almost like Louse, but with a C H at the end. So Louch. Yeah, Louch. Okay, Ban huh. Louch. It, that one's about uh, it's inspired by Shantae video games. So and Norse mythology. I don't know what that means. So he has doesn't have much of a bio up here. Uh, he's been on since the the story we're gonna be reading has was updated in February. Oh, February twenty sixth. Look at that. So it's oh, been wow. updated really recently. What? That's two and days I, ago to this time. I actually yeah. thought there was another so, chapter added on. So you know, I was like, yeah. And so he added another chapter on. So. There we go. Ooh, we can so get maybe going. he could actually use this to, you know, change he the next few the chapters. We could, yeah, we could change could the to story. I'll, I'll send him a DM. Maybe <laughs> I don't know, but so. that'd be interesting. That could be the first, you know, creator like, uh, uh, what would you call it? Interaction, a creator yeah. interaction. Instead of fan interactions, creator interaction. It's like it's like it's like fan interaction, but a little more high class. We don't talk to the fans; we, we talk to the creators. Dirty fans. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so uh, he's written seven stories, including this one. Uh, they involve mythology. They're for young adults. They're fantasy. They're sci-fi. You know, they're pretty. So we're really uh, cool. Touching upon the Harry Potter, you know, you got. The yeah, this audience. is in Harry Potter's wheelhouse, and his profile picture is like, I guess, a crotch shot of a Master Chief with an energy sword. So I'm not. That's that's what I can tell I so far. Okay. He actually gained a couple points in my book with that. So yeah, uh, five out of five Harry Potters for that picture. So uh, there's three reviews for it. Uh, most of them, uh, one of them is two of them are good. Two of them like it, and one of them's a little bit of criticism. About how like the the paragraphs a little uneven. Let's see if we can verify that review while we're reading it. But so let's start then. We are. This is Sierra the Robot, Chapter One. Happy birthday, my father, Doctor Samuel said. Good morning, Dad. Where are my birthday presents for this year? I asked. Sierra, you really need to learn to enjoy life. I got cake. <laughs> he said <laughs> He said as he presented me with a large rectangular shaped cake. Dad, you know I'm an AI. I said, "Let me explain myself. I am an advanced self-aware AI created by Dr. Samuel. I was created roughly 12 years ago today. I'm turning 13 today." So he was created roughly 12 years ago today, but they're yeah, turning and- 13. Yeah, I don't. That's a little clunky way of saying it. It's like it's like this shit where they make you do arithmetic. It's like I was created 12 years ago today, so we would then know. Oh, it's your 13th birthday. Also, you just yeah. You could have just birthday. said, "Hey, it's my 13th birthday." Okay. Uh, that would have yeah. explained everything. But all right. all right, 13 years. That makes 2006. So this is like chatbot or something. Well, no, I think chatbot chat level. It started with no, chatbot. No, yeah, this <laughs> is probably in the future. This is, this chat is like, bot what's is that? <laughs> I have read all of 4chan, father. Oh you thought chatbot was fire. bad before. Now it's tween chatbot. <laughs> it's just chat six bot. chapters of this guy trying to convince the AI it's a robot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Hey, it's a celebration. You're officially a teenager. But now that you mention it, I think we should begin with presents. My father said as he left the room where I was contained. I often hated it when he left me alone like this. I understand that he has a family, but I still miss him all the same. Of course he just got here, so I may be overreacting. Though, when he does leave the facility for the day, the only thing I can really do is play video games until I have to shut down for the night. Anyway, yeah? This is fucking, like, parental abuse here. What the hell? He's, like, treating it like a kid, but at the same time abandoning him? That's some mixed messaging. I just realized something, guys. We goofed. We totally Uh. goofed. We didn't introduce our literary experts for the day. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh God. Okay, well, let's take a break from Sierra. I take offense. So we got our two literary experts. They are returning. We got uh, Cespin on a few episodes now. Yeah, happy to be back. Yes. This is my third time, I think. Yeah, and so he's an expert at tours, at broken English. I would say those are the two things that you've really mastered. Yeah, that seems fair. I mean, they're not even really tours. It's just... I like to kidnap people and take them on little sightseeing expeditions, but we still, have fun, that, typically. It's still, it's still a tour, just not, you know, con- it's consensual. It's just not a consensual tour. <laughs> Unconsensual tours. Unconsensual tours. <laughs> you just drop them off at the you're like, oh, God. Oh, they let me go? Oh, shit. See, I fuck. thought they hanged At least I know where the airport is. <laughs> <laughs> I really learned the town well, though. Actually, I mean, honestly, I'm I'm <laughs> thankful tour. for getting cake. He knew it. where the town was. Like he knew <laughs> all the best spots. <laughs> yeah, this is. <laughs> and then we got our other guest, Hyena, uh, who is an expert on antiques and you know how to make things that aren't cats look like cats. And yeah. you maybe I mean, that's pretty accurate. Why uh, Hyena? But uh, you'll find out as this episode goes on. Or if you've seen the other episode I'm in. But I'd also yeah, like to point out an interesting observation here. So everybody that appears on the podcast that uses their normal name, there's the people with the monikers, which is YouTube, the co-host. It's just like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, that's kind of an interesting message to send. Y'all aren't willing to put y'all's names on the podcast as nope. the uh, two most important people. I mean, I am an octopus at the bottom of the ocean. I don't know what you're saying. I'm not and, my name on. And this. I am a proper gent. Are you telling and, uh, me? And me as a hyena. I mean, I was also there when we created the podcast. Even and though, I, even though I do no Seth. work for it at all, so it's like <laughs> the people most important. My guy. <laughs> and that's Seth there. You know, see, he puts his name Ooh. on it. But us three, even though we were there for the creation of the podcast, and y'all put all the work into it don't put your name because on we it. know it's a bad idea <laughs> right but that's kind of the message the audience <laughs> is getting right people it seems like, like you're on our terrible podcast it seems like you're protecting yourself that's exactly what i'm getting at it's like the audience is like hmm wow so the only people using maybe i'm creating the- <laughs> a scavenger hunt where i will dox myself to the person who wins the puzzles look look through the descriptions for riddles that i left <laughs> subscribe and get a chance to get uh Fancy octopuses, social security name. number. <laughs> my social security number, social but not my birthday, and not and not my address. Well, they're I'm, each I'm, they're each separate puzzles, though. So if you collect yeah. them all together, you get the power of you know ruining your. It's credit. like Pokemon, stealing your identity. That's the reward. How is it like okay, Pokemon? So <laughs> it is not yeah, like because you, you gotta you, you gotta collect them all if you want to become the master, which of course is just me. So I don't know how okay. to tell you this, hyena, but I've actually left a hint in every single episode about my real name and, and my address. You and just by have the to, way, you just have to you know go through the clues. And if you get all those, some member in the audience, you get to be the uh, the host of the this podcast. You get to take right. His you place. can you can murder me. 
And then, you know... Oh, so it's Highlander rules? <laughs> oh, absolutely. I, I was going to be gracious and say they could just take your spot. You know, no, there you can, can only be down. one proper gent. I do not play by Highlander rules. You can just play <laughs> me in Go, and if you win that Go game, we'll call it even. <laughs> All right, not to digress too much, but I, I didn't know you could turn things into... Or can you turn them into cats, or can you just rearrange them to like look cats. like cats? Not a magician, Seth. Well, so, like, if I give you, like, notebooks, not American. will it come out, like, will you reform it to where it looks like a cat, or are you just going to put a bunch of them, like, in a shape that looks like a cat? Yes. Uh, I don't know. I'm not too familiar with my skill set, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I don't, I don't, what, I don't, I don't are you playing, like, WoW? <laughs> I don't want to think too hard about Paladin, it. I Paladin, but I don't know what it does. <laughs> yeah, that's how it works, you know, like, you're born into life, and you have a particular set of skills. Yeah, and you no. choose. But you don't like, I am know how a, they a work rogue. fully. I knew that hyena was Liam Neeson. I didn't want to say <laughs> it. I feared he'd get docked, but, you know. I will find you, and I will make you look like a cat. Whoa, dude, you got to put that voice modulator back on, Neeson. <laughs> anyway, before we get too crazy off track, we should probably go back to the story we're halfway right. through. So just to sum up, uh, that was Robo just a sidetrack. Had his birthday. His daddy Her birthday. Back. Oh. Her. It's, it's okay. a Sierra, the robot. Sorry. Dare you. Sorry, you had to pointlessly gender the robot. I mean, my bad. I thought we were progressive here. But anyway. Hey, it's an AI. It's got consciousness, bro. <laughs> Anyways. So, yeah, he gets his birth, her birthday cake, you know. Mm-hmm. And then her dad abandons her. That's, he leaves the room. He just leaves the room. I yeah, mean, that's a little strong. Talking when, you, about when, you, like, when you, like, you know... Go, when, you, when, you, when your mom left the room when you were five, she didn't abandon but you. Yeah, weren't like, you were like, y'all think you're paying attention. She's like, oh, my, he's going home, you know, to his other no. family like he has to, you know, hang out with the other family he has 90% of the time. I mean, he could. This is probably like an experiment or something, right? So yeah. it's like she stays in the lab and then he goes home. Right. Yeah. Right. She was just saying that as part of the daily routine, but he went to go get her presents. Because it's her birthday. Okay, I'll re- I'll re- we'll restart at that paragraph, so we'll be able to clean it all up. Okay. I often, ha- I often hated it when he left me alone like this. I understand that he has a family, but I still miss him all the same. Of course, he just got here, so I may be overreacting. Though when he does that, leave the when he don't though when he does leave the facility for the day, the only thing I can do is play video games until I have to shut down for the night. Anyway, Doctor Samuel returned with what looked like some manner of giant tube covered in a giant cloth. Dad, what is that? I asked, uncertain of what could be under the cloth. Well, you know you've been bugging me about getting a body ever since you first passed the Turing test for the first time. Dr. Samuel said. Yes, but why is that even (laughs) tube-shaped? She's not a very smart AI. I can't believe she passed. <laughs> hey, uh, you know how you <laughs> right. wanted a body? Okay, but bodies aren't in tubes. This, this Turing test is too damn easy. God damn it! <laughs> I asked. Well, lo and behold, Doctor Samuel said as he undid the curtain. Inside of it was a human girl suspended in a green liquid. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, body. That opens a lot of questionable co- <laughs> lines yeah, yeah. of thought there. Uh, <laughs> Doctor Samuel said proudly, <laughs> "No, God." So, you're finally going to upload me? I asked. Yes, 
The boys have been making this biodroid body for you for the past year. Dr. Samuel Honestly, explained. I'm happy he covered where that came from. Yeah. Where the body But, but it's still oh, yeah, it's on still, top of it. It's still part bio, though. I mean, it's only Yeah, part but I think it. it'd be like, you know, like an android type deal, not like a, they took a person and shoved a bunch of circuits in it. I would hope. <laughs> Look, I okay. Shame on me for being, you know, suspectful of the scientist character in a fictional universe. You know, they're usually good guys. All right, sure, I'll, I'll have faith in this guy, like y'all. He's not up to fishiness. Is there anything about this body I should be aware of? I asked. Well, Sierra, this body is pretty much immune to every disease known to man. In addition. Your body's physical capacities are at least ten times beyond the average human. Dr. Samuel said proudly, I presume that this body also has the sum of the same deficiencies as the human body regardless? I asked. Well, yes. Dr. Samuel said sheepishly. All right, I was only curious. I'm prepared for the upload. I said, excited and anxious for this new change. Several minutes later, the biodroid was ready for me to upload into. A special cable was connected between the biodroid's head and my terminal. Are you ready? Dr. Samuel asked me as he readied to be ready to begin the upload. You created me ready. <laughs> well, no, he didn't. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 she did. She didn't pass yeah. the Turing test yeah, until what, recently. Ten years or whatever? <laughs> yeah. So many years. <laughs> I said excitedly. Okay, just count backwards from ten. Dr. Samuel said as I pressed, as he, as her pressed the button. <laughs> okay. Ten. Typo. Nine. Eight. Seven. Six. Five. Four. Suspense. Three. Something's gonna go wrong. Two, Something's gotta one, go wrong. Zero. I said. I then opened my new eyes. Want to get a better look at your new body? Dr. Samuel asked me. Of course, Dr. Samuel. <laughs> I said. My new voice sounded melodic and beautiful. Well, at least it did to me anyway. I, I, I just got to interrupt here. I'm hoping she, he's, it's going to be like that classic, you know, they're like unwrapping, like, you know, the person that just went through like major surgery, like unwrapping their face with the mirror, like look in the mirror. It's like some horror show. <laughs> It's just going to be like Nicholas's Cage's face or something. It's like, yeah, trick. we tricked you. It's actually the plot of Face Off, but with androids. <laughs> anyway, my father brought me to a full-body mirror. So, what do you think? Dr. Samuel asked. I looked at my new body in better detail. I'm now about five feet, three inches tall, about the same height as an average teenage girl at my chronological age. So, full success. My eyes were blue and my hair was short and black. As for my skin, it was dark brown, much in the same way as my father's skin, as he was African-American. So, a little context here. I think this is interesting that they still go by African-American when they're on different planets, not on Earth. And they're not a, in is America this, anymore. Oh, is this not <laughs> Earth? No, this is like thousands of years in the future. Oh, oh just was, that, was that like it a would, prequel it, prologue? No, it'll become clear in the next few chapters. It's not like a big, it's not like they ripped the rug out from me. He's like, it is in the future. It's just like right. he didn't he didn't say it yet. It's not explicitly, okay. So I just think it's interesting that they still use like African-American uh, when they're not in America and they're not citizens of America. Maybe, I don't know. It's just a little nitpick, but. 
gonna say, I know y'all have done some long ones before. Like, are they typically of good quality? Because this one seems to be going. I guess we're not very far in, but like, it's tracking still, which I mean, is more than I can say for some that I've been on. I, I gotta say, is that we we love gay tales. The last one, gay. the first one I was on, not, it was a, just a giant tour. I mean, speaking of Seth, you're a tour expert, right? You know, you should teach that squirrel fuck how to oh. do a tour <laughs> do that's a entertaining. Tour. Oh, that tour was was, so, the, uh, was he on it last time? Yep, was he, he was. We were, Absolutely. It's all, uh, it's all four of us. So it, I know we've wanted... already been to this location, but let me explain it again. <laughs> I love so, it. I, I, you could yeah, so just for reference, guys. These two fuckers here have invited me for the first time to be on the way. Well, I guess to be fair, proper gent wasn't aware. He got, you know, no. duped also. Uh, could you not so tell this is on a- that I was, could you not tell by my response that I did not plan for this? And then you have but, the audacity to blame but yeah, me? Yeah, so fucking fancy octopus then. It's like, hey, you know what? You get the one with the, the tour. The whole time. To be fair. Hey, there was a rat fight at the very beginning. Sure. And, you know, (laughs) reincarnation, intrigue, you know, mothers, all sorts of stuff. Uh, Uh, I like it. Though I have to ask, why do I have the exact same skin tone as you do? I asked. Come on. We've had this conversation dozens of times before. Dr. It's Samuel a weird said weird place to draw the line, AI. Like, <laughs> He's like, why do I look like you, daddy? It's like, oh, I'm the perfect height and everything, but what's up with this skin color, bro? <laughs> Racist AI. Also, I just AF. want to point out the implications that <laughs> she put her to a 13-year-old girl's body, and it's like a bio slash android body, so it's not going to grow to be an adult then. I think, I, think, I think it does. I think it sure does. I that. think it's like bio. It's the future. So. It's the future. Uh, I'm sorry. I know how much you miss her. Regardless, I like how my body looks. I said as I looked at my body. Now, would you like some cake? My father said mischievously. Can I eat? Uh, Should I eat sweat so soon? I asked myself. I must admit, I'm eager to try eating. Yes, now that you mention it, it's too early in the day for cake. Dr. Samuel said, what? A dick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, can I? You want some cake? Are you? I mean, yes, I would love some cake, but I don't know if I should eat this. You're right. You can't have cake. I'm a scientist. <laughs> God damn it! I told you. I know you when a man t- can eat cake. I know I was you've been too, because like she knows what cake is and stuff. So I imagine for the last twelve years, he's just shown up with a cake. <laughs> he's been eating cake. Like maybe one day, maybe one day you'll get to try some cake. <laughs> Oh, this cake is so delicious, Rar. It's gonna be great when you pass it to your desk. I do. I do. I well, don't know if honestly, I can eat the whole cake. Damn, it's a damn. It's so it's a, good. It's a damn shame only you can't you could, pass that Turing test. It's such such a shame. If only you could leave that terminal and try this cake. All I'm saying is that this this AI was just five minutes ago complaining about her skin color. I I mean, you know. I mean, she wasn't complaining. She wasn't was confused. Complaining. It's just like why. What? But then he was like, oh, yeah, your dead daughter. Yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. <laughs> Just a little exposition dump. That makes sense. <laughs> about an hour later, Dr. Samuel had me sitting at a table. He has gotten me some clo- cloths, which consisted of jeans, sandals, and a black shirt. Uh... So was she naked during that time when she was like, hey, look at my body, yeah, we're daddy? Still going, Jesus. Probably. So we're Probably. St- <laughs> still bringing up questions that are, are uncomfortable. All right. You 
You ready for your first breakfast? Dr. Samuel asked. Of course. Bring on the food. I said, my stomach growling loudly as he set my first breakfast before me. It was a stack of pancakes, bacon and scrambled eggs. For refreshments, he poured orange juice along with syrup and butter, which I imagine is for the pancakes and bacon. <laughs> Dad, you forgot the silverware. I said, noting the lack of either fork or knife. Oops, uh, just give me a moment. Dr. Samuel said as he got me a knife and fork. Uh, now remember, it was your birthday, so you're getting special treatment, but I expect you to get any utensils you set yourself from then on out. This guy is such a dick. What? Like, when you set the <laughs> table, that's not how it works with a doll. Like, if you make a okay. milk for someone, you're not like, go, go, go. Go get in the pantry and get some fucking um, silver where you put Imagine you go to someone's house and then they <laughs> like the and pot. they like they put the plate in front of you for dinner and then you're like, Oh, could I please have a fork and knife? And they're like, Oh, I mean, uh, I, I will you. but I mean this so rude. Of time. You. <laughs> you get one. <laughs> Doctor <laughs> Doctor Samuel explained. I then went into my breakfast. It tasted great. Although I had any complaints. Although, if I had any complaints, the bacon was a little overcooked, and the pancakes were too thick. How would, How would she know that? No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she's got I'm, that Wikipedia. So curious. Curious. Relatively? Gotcha. Is it I'm everything so relative? She's watched every Gordon Ramsay video. I'm so curious AI. how this eating works. This is works. rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> Just repeat it. <laughs> but all in my first breakfast, all in all, my first breakfast was delicious. Then at noon, 12 p.m., you don't need to repeat 12 p.m. afternoon, we know noon is... Okay. I had lunch. The meal consisted of the following. Chicken nuggets, fries, a side of ketchup, and soda. It was quite good, though it did leave me feeling a little stuffed. Afterwards, I was running on a treadmill. Not by Dr. Samuel's prompting, mind you. I just figured after eating so much already, that it'd be good to work off some of the extra pounds. Very responsible AI. She's already I mean, she ate like a, what, one foot stack high of pancakes? <laughs> She's going to have to run for 24 hours straight. Uh... Sierra, don't you realize what time it is? Dr. Samuel asked as he entered the room. Yes, it's 5 p.m. Why do you ask? I asked. Well, it's just that you've been exercising for almost five hours. I thought you'd want to... Well, I thought by now that you'd get bored and stop. Dr. Samuel said. I see. Though I'm impressed that after so much time, I still haven't sweated. I said as I disengaged the treadmill. You're a biodroid, and I already told you that you're physically superior to the average human being. Dr. Samuel said. Oh, sorry, I should have remembered that. I said apologetically. It's no worry. Now it's time for dinner. And then cake. <laughs> so she ate, just ran until <laughs> the next hour. Until like five hours later. <laughs> Dr. Samuel said excitedly, For dinner, I had filet mignon. That's a cut of the tenderloin, wrapped oh in bacon. <laughs> I feel like this dude was just wicked high when he wrote this chapter. He's just got the munchies so bad. Yeah, don't fucking All tell he can me think about his food. Gonna just be a series <laughs> of, you know, highly described meals. Do you expect anything else from be? Fancy Octopus? I would be surprised. Did you trap me again? Are you picking the episodes where it's just the most banal shit repeated over and over? Some grilled asparagus and a glass of apple cider. Then after I finished, Dr. Samuels turned down the lights. Happy birthday to you.
to you. Happy birthday to <laughs> you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you, Sierra. So soothing. Happy That's what I want to go to bed too. Happy birthday to you. Dr. Samuel sang as he came in with the cake. All 13 candles were lit. Thank you, Dad. I said sincerely. <laughs> I love how she had to point it out that it was sincere. <laughs> now blow out the candles and make a wish. I then blew out the candles and made my wish. Oh, what is my wish? I wouldn't expect anything less. Thank you, Hawthorne, for telling me what exactly he was instructed to do. Continue. To become human, beyond the biological, I mean, to better understand humanity, and in turn develop emotions within myself so that I may be human to the greatest degree that I can. End of chapter one. So she's Pinocchio. She has the power of ten humans. Will she have the emotions of ten humans? So yeah, how do you guys feel about... For her sake, I hope not. (laughs) So that was the first chapter of Sierra the Robot. Okay. How are you guys feeling? How are you guys liking I mean, this? Could go places. I mean, like, bad. it was a little slow. I hate when it's just like we have to go through every single meal. <laughs> Literally. Right. Yeah. Like, and it's a little the cake. much, but. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, let's move on to. Damn. You to, just. She didn't even eat the cake, did she? No, she had a little just, bit. Okay. Well, I mean, okay. They didn't describe eating the cake. They described eating the asparagus right. and the bacon. Un- they, they didn't describe the one thing that's been, I was you know, like teased the, the entire time. The cake is a lie. And she is a robot, so. <laughs> oh, jeez, yeah, we're having <laughs> some issues there. That's a pretty short chapter. How, how many chapters, like, in total? Is 16. 16. Ooh, okay. <laughs> it's it's 23,000. That, that adds up. It's pretty long. Okay. Uh, I hope you guys are ready for a nine-hour episode right now. <laughs> yeah, like, a, are we, <laughs> Let's do we do have it. a cutoff point? <laughs> I don't need to sleep. <laughs> okay. Sleep is for the wicked. Now on to chapter dos. Two, if for the non-Spanish speaking. Actually, I got to point out. There is no rest for the wicked. Money does not grow on trees. That oh, made my damn brain it. Hurt, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> money, money does not grow on trees. Uh, let's see. Trees grow money. Money. Because it's made from... out of paper, you idiot. Speaking of money, it's chapter two. <laughs> it's chapter two. Several months passed as Dr. Samuels provided for me at the compound. I wasn't living at his home. Apparently, he hadn't told his family about me. Can't say I blame him, though. At any rate, he was testing my physical intellectual capabilities and teaching me basic independent living skills. I don't know why exactly. I mean, he and I are already aware of what I'm capable of, and he provides me with supplies needed to keep my body functioning properly. With my birthday present body, I can sustain myself on food as humans do, along with a few exotic power sources i can even feel pain same as anyone else i would have i would have asked <laughs> that's these, the feature that's the feature yep, yeah yep. you want to keep i would have asked him these questions but then one day dr samuel entered looking panicked oh uh father what's wrong i asked unaware of what was happening there's no time to explain take this with you dr samuel said putting a watch-like device around my right wrist what? What is this? I asked, looking at the device. It's a regular device. It'll allow you to monitor your vitals, and it can also tell time, because it's a, you know, it's a watch, <laughs> and a whole bunch of other functions. Also, here's a wallet. There should be about $500 inside. Dr. Samuel said as he gave me the wallet. I looked inside, and there was money, as well as an ID card for me. Dr. Samuel, you're scaring me. What is wrong? 
I asked as I put the wallet into my back pocket. Look, I'm sorry I have to do this, uh, but but your life is in danger, Dr. Samuels said. What? Why? I asked. Well, remember how I said that the boys made your body? Dr. Samuels said, referring to his co-workers at his place of works, Biotechnical Limited, LTD. Uh, just, I, just an aside, don't refer to your co-worker as the boys. <laughs> Anyone, ever. So please. creepy. I had the boys. PSA. I had, boys. I had the boys do some work on that. <laughs> a corporate entity that specialized in the creation of biodroids. Biomechanical robots that has a face value are almost indistinguishable for normal humans, as well as artificial intelligences. Yes, what about it? I asked. Well, while it's legal to make a sentient AI, it's not to upload it into a biodroid. Dr. S- Dr. Samuel said nervously. Yes, Father, I'm aware of this, but you told me that you had found a loophole. I said. Well, <laughs> yeah, I thought I did. But now there's a government kill team upstairs. Every one of them has. This is why there's a time to explain. There's no time to explain. Now let me explain it all because you asked. They have the sights on you right now, and <laughs> every one of them has their sights on you. Also, I told you this was a fishy scientist. I called that. He's breaking the laws. Breaking Deserves the law. that kill breaking team. The on law. Breaking Dr. The law. Samuel said as he threw a backpack and bag at me. I looked inside, and there were several changes of cloths, food, basic toiletries, and other supplies for me. How, how long have you had these here? I asked. Shortly after the government started asking questions, I had a feeling they'd look into your development. But please, you have to escape from here now. Dr. Samuel said as he moved a book on the nearby bookshelf. How many more questions can you have? <laughs> we don't have time to answer this time. Five There's questions a team to here to kill you. Father, who will win the next Super Bowl? Uh, obviously, the <laughs> Chicago Bears. Now move! <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Samuel said as he moved a book on the nearby bookshelf, it's little way to reveal a steel door labeled Emergency Escape. I didn't know you were Batman. I mean, uh, I... <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Was that off script? No, that was, that, was a little, that was a little off book. Okay. I, I, I don't want to leave you. I said pleadingly to him. I'm so sorry, but these precautions I've taken are to save your life. Now go. Don't worry about me. Your old man has been in a lot of scrapes over the years. Dr. Samuel said. Reluctantly, I obeyed him, carrying the bags he had given me out of my room, the only home I'd ever known. When I reached the end of the escape tunnel, there was a ladder that led to the surface. I climbed up it, and for the first time, I got a clear view of the sky. I've never actually been outside. I've only seen the sky through the windows of the house, but now it was a spectacular sight to behold. There is something awe-inspiring about living on a, the moon of a gas giant. I probably should have explained that it wasn't living on Earth in the first place. Shouldn't have I? Well, the moon is called Yanaris. Originally, it was an alien colony, but the, during the last Great War, it was enveloped into human territory, a sparsely populated world with only a handful of settlements, thanks in no small part to the moon's barren desert terrain. If it weren't for the de- deposits of valuable minerals and resources beneath the surface, nobody would have even bothered to live here. At any rate, in the distance, I saw an explosion. <laughs> I love how we just stopped. This it's a, like, it's a it's horrible like place to live. It's like feedback loop, too, because like, it, it, she's explaining what the planet is, but now we don't know what the war is. And like... <laughs> And we we, we stopped the conflict to talk about the, the fact that they're on a moon and not Earth. I also want to speculate here. Maybe the loophole he thought was that 
it was open range you know androids were illegal as long as you kept them like in the basement closed up it was fine that was the loophole also okay little little theory crafting here right off from uh, based off based off the info we know so uh, there's a war going on or like you know like there's something going on like as part of conflict so what i'm gonna say is that what he did is they're actually fighting like robots like they're fighting like other AIs and stuff like that. Oh, okay. And they're like, okay. what are you doing? This is why we made it illegal. And he's like, yes, but it's my daughter I'm trying to remember, you know, because she died. It's like, you mean your daughter that died to those robots? He's like, I'm not <laughs> racist. That'd be a... It's yeah, not racist, they're robots. <laughs> I will say, I do like what you brought up. Like, what was the loophole? Just like, oh, I just right. didn't tell him. Well, especially if its theory is true that they're at war with the robots. They're like, yeah, don't make the robots like the first. You know, remember when we allowed that the first time and now we're at war with them? So that's why you can't do it. So, yeah, what's the loophole? See, I was saying the open range thing. You know, maybe if they're like, you know, because not uploaded, right? At any rate, in the distance, I saw an explosion. What I assumed was the house. I wanted to return to try and help Dr. Samuel, but he told me to hide from the people who wanted to kill me. With any luck, the resources he gave me are enough to survive in the short term. I was upset at the thought of my father being dead, but I had to press on. (laughs) I am so sad. (laughs) According to my regulator device, there's a relatively small town a few miles away. With any luck, I might be able to lay low there and maybe get passage to somewhere where no one will recognize me. Where no one will not recognize me. Shouldn't be too hard in and of itself. I gotta say that's a bad way to hide. You want to go places where people won't recognize you, not where they won't not recognize you. She's never been outside of the room. It's not gonna recognize her. Yeah, there's no wanted poster of her. It's just like an android, because they just know generically that he made an android, right? Probably. And she looks just like a human, so they're not gonna be like, well, it might be suspicious. They're like, maybe that blue-eyed black person. That's a little girl that's oh my God. <laughs> running like 40 miles per hour. Remember, she has blue eyes. That is yeah. Odd. yeah. That's, so that's very, uh, you know, that's going to look out of place just to anyone ever. According to my regulator device, there's a relatively small town. Oh, yeah, I already talked about that. So I ran all through the night. Through the sheer euphoria my brain was experiencing, the hours of running seemed to go by in a blur. By the time I reached the outskirts of the town of Phoenix Roost, the sun had begun to rise. According to my RD, it had been roughly five in the morning. I must find lodging, but where? I asked myself as I used my RD to find a place of residence, perhaps even try to start a new life. Even though I had no idea what that could look like, eventually I found something called Vulcan House, a sort of halfway home for orphans and runaways. That was perfect since I was technically both. So I sent a message to them. It wasn't long it wasn't long when I received the address for the place and made my way to whatever my life would have in store for me, come what may. End of chapter two. Okay. Well, it's not terrible, but it does feel like an amalgamation of like every played out story ever. Right. Yeah, see I agree with that. Yeah. It's like uh, you know, it's a setup to maybe it could be, you know, have some interesting stuff going on, but it definitely is pretty I mean, uh, standard bugbear type. It's like she's like an AI, thing? so she has to learn everything. She loses her parents, becomes a runaway. Like, yeah, but there's one good thing about it. It has a st- has conflict and and plot so far. Oh no, yeah, it's so way fucking better than you know a, t- a tour of like a Squirrel Town. <laughs> <laughs> it's much better than that. Squirrel Town. I was so confused why it was called Oak Town. <laughs> I was confused. <laughs> But yeah, I think this is going to get interesting. I mean, I think there's a lot of transhumanist themes coming in here. Yeah, I, mean. I mean, I wonder if transhumanist philosophy is going to become a central point 
of this uh, of this saga. Well, because clearly they're not happy with you know them existing at all, a transhuman. So yeah. So uh, let's get some quick ratings of uh, how we're going so far. Off the first two chapters, how would you rate this saga so far? So for the reasons I already said, I'll give it. 2.5 because i want it to be good but if like i just don't know what he's going to throw at us that's going to be new and so that makes me tentative so i'm going to go with 2.5 out of what out of five out of five harry potter oh, okay i was like out of 10 that's uh no, that's rough man it's not it's pretty good writing <laughs> right it's just i don't know where plus know this was this targeted to your kids we have to take that into account too right like no this is i think this is young adult i'm not sure though it's either young oh, kids young, or young adults sorry that's what i meant but young adults yeah 13 okay. year olds right Right. Uh, hyena, do you have a rating for it? Yeah, I mean, I, I tend to agree with Seth's, you know, thought processes on his rating and why it's like a setup. You could get interesting, you know, is it wasn't, you know, nothing atrocious. There's a few things that could, you know, be fixed up here and so there. But. I'm going to just go ahead and say I'm going to downgrade it to a two because I never get to figure out what that fucking cake was like. <laughs> that 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 is yeah because you went in so in depth into the other uh meals it's a little odd not to talk about the cake that's been <laughs> yeah it got me ready for cake that? and then it blue balled me so <laughs> two, two but yeah I, I, i'd agree with yeah two out of five but but yeah potential though a lot of potential set up okay uh proper gent man I really do not like the story starting off. I think that uh, it's just I, they they do the same trope that every one of these writers do, in that you got you you, you have you're giving build up that doesn't need to have build up. It's frustrating to like go through two chapters and you're just like, this, well, I could have I could have started on that last like paragraph of chapter two and I would have been just as caught up. Like you know, I felt like everything that happened before that was completely unnecessary especially in the circumstance that you know we, i mean we were just like straight up frustrated with you know with the way that the plot is going so far like it's like they're 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 i i i'm curious to see what they can do to grab my attention okay uh so with that uh i gotta agree with two out of five uh, it is kind of it's, it's it's got places to go there, and I think the transhumanism, if they if it really latches down on that, I think it could be an interesting piece. But that is all the time we have for this part. But don't worry, this is not a normal episode; it's a two-parter. So we'll be seeing you with the uh, the next bit of Sierra the Robot next week. Um, so see you then. See ya, Miss. Or or fuck off. Bye. <laughs> See you then or fuck off. One, one or the other. <laughs> hey, the stories, you know, they might take off. And if you have any other stories you think might take off, feel free to email them to us at barrygenpodcast at gmail.com.